probably the best thing that happened in 2020 was I became a dog aunt. Question. Well, so you're, I mean, dog. your brother getting engaged is probably good news too, right? Yeah, but I already knew her. <laughs> now she has, now he has a dog. I'm recording this. I, yep. <laughs> I don't know if they watch, but. Hi, Cassie. This is Kaylin. <laughs> you understand. <laughs> <laughs> episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. I'm your host, Dara Whitman, and here with me is my lovely co-host. Okay, including. Who is not okay. Not okay, like in the slightest. <laughs> no. Just on so many levels, it's just not okay. <laughs> just like anything. I think you understand like why I love these four episodes, because like one, they're very good, and yeah. then like two, there's a ton of plot. Yeah, a lot of like, like things are, things are uh, happening. So, so much. But some stuff got resolved. Yeah, some some things got wrapped up <laughs> a little neatly. Well, not neatly. A neater than they could have. Not even neat. Up. They just got wrapped up. Yeah, yeah. All okay. right. But we're still watching Pushing Daisies. Yes, we are. And we're talking about season two, episode seven, Robin Hood. Yeah. And episode eight, Comfort Food. Woo. So, uh, do you want to start? Let's start with Robin Hood. Yeah, we're robbing the hood. We're not robbing the hood. There's we're a lot of rich, there's rich people. Rich people eat them. Anyway, okay. Don't so eat the rich. Don't eat the rich. This rich guy didn't seem that bad. Eat the rich. Don't eat the rich. Don't eat people. Eat the rich. Cannibalism is frowned upon in most societies. Most. I know that the creator of this also made Hannibal, which is about a cannibal, but you know, you know. And oh. we'll watch eventually. Oh. Not not really anytime soon. We got, I have, like, several shows, and so do you, that we need to go through. We do. All right. Let's go. All right. So, in the past, uh, we see young Ned, and he's playing marbles. Is that just, like, a thing, like, there's a circle, and then, like, you flick them? I never play I more. think that's a game I don't really know how to play. We're not that old. Yeah. But, uh, so he's playing with uh, Eugene Mulchandani, mm-hmm. who was, yes, so they're still buddies. And uh, he knows that if he plays against uh, Eugene, he's going to lose his marbles, but, you know... Company because he's not very good at, but uh, also there. But I guess they're in Eugene's room because like his pets are there. Yeah. So he's got a pet python named Bilbo and a bunny named Akbar. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they're playing, and then Eugene kind of shoots one of the marbles and it bounces off a wall and breaks both glass, both cages. Yeah. And it's very uh, impressive if you think about it. But then also, so then the snake is all like looking at the bunny, like I'm gonna eat this bunny, and, and then, this uh, bunny is like, oh, I'm and about to goes eat. Like, and his eyes go like boop. Beep. <laughs> and then Ned and Eugene get traumatized. Yep. By witnessing this, so then uh, Ned says he'll bury because basically the bunny dies because they try to get eaten, and mm-hmm. then this uh, python choked on the bunny, mm-hmm. who then also died. Yeah. So. Ned says he'll bury them, but then he's like, what if I just bring them back yes. to life? So then he does, and then some raccoons die, which, like, are we really that sad about raccoons dying? They could have been very nice raccoons. We don't know. I, I thought raccoons weren't nice in general. It, it's subjective. Okay. And he kind of says, like, but it's like, but, like, yes, like, somebody died, but it was an act of charity, so it was justified. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that'll lead into the rest of the episode. Hmm. Is that a theme that we could be seeing? Yes. Anyway, so we go to the present day. Ned is stress baking. 
Because mm-hmm. we learned that uh, Vivian is now dating Dwight. Yes. Which is not good. Like, not, probably, probably not like, great. I want Vivian to be happy, mm-hmm. but maybe not with this guy who seems to have issues. Yeah. He's got, like, a history. But then also there's about. concerns that, like, if he sees a picture of Chuck, he's going to recognize her. He's going to be like, yo, that's that girl who was at Tapaiho. I guess, like, but Chuck's thing is, like, he only saw her once, so it's, like, maybe not, which, mm-hmm. like, I'm kind of, maybe? Like, right. I mean, we'll get to it later, because, like, he's seen Olive more than he's seen Chuck, so, like, he would remember. Mm-hmm. But they still want to learn more about Dwight. Right. That's fair. Like, what what is he after? That kind of thing. So Olive tries to help by, like, bringing a pie to their house to see if she can get some gossip. Dwight's already there. Yep. And Lily's kind of like... Lily's not a fan. We find out that apparently Dwight appraises antiques. Hmm. So. So that's, like, his background. I guess. And uh, they're basically everybody's, like, a little bit suspicious. Everyone's pretty sus about this, Except for Viv. Yeah. But she, But, you know... Maybe her heart just yearns to love. Anyway, so we'll cut to Emerson, mm-hmm. and he is in a meeting with a lawyer named Daniel Hill about his uh, one client who's now dead, mm-hmm. named Gustav Hoffer. Yeah, um, who he was in love with. Lawyer speak and lawyer speak. Uh, it's so weird. It's you tell the show's written like two thousand seven. Because I think we're supposed to find that really funny. 2008. Yeah, 2008. Sorry. I think we're supposed to find that, like, it's like a joke. But, like, in a, yeah, a joke at a weird expense. But it's, like, uh, it's kind of funny. But also it's, like. I like Daniel, this, though. He yeah, was... yeah, I know. He's, he's, a, he's a funny character. But it's just, like, it's a little weirdly dated. Uh, but anyway, so Gustav's this, like, old billionaire mm-hmm. who I guess, like, at one point made, like, a thing that you can, like, wrap around your yarn that Emerson was using yeah. to, like, make it into, like a, like, a ball thing. Yeah. For, like, if you yarn gets tangled? Yeah. I just thought it'd be... To organize your yarn. Why well, thought it'd be useful? Because, like, when you buy yarn, it's, like, in. But, like, you have to make wrap it into a ball because, like, to... Because it's, like, really... You have to, like, loosen it up and then it's easier to knit. Mm-hmm. I do knit. Oh. A little bit. That's very exciting. You t- I, t- I know this. I do know this. I was like, you should be aware of this. I do know this. But it, I just... I'm... It's it's exciting when you bring it. Yep. Share it with the world. That I... I mean, I only knit, like, long, really long scarves, but I can't really knit anything else. That's okay. Yeah. Anyway. But uh, he was uh, married to a uh, significantly younger woman. Yes. Who probably loved him. Hmm. Probably not. She's, she's, um, she's, a little, she's a little stereotypical. A little bit. A little bit of a stereotypical digger. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. But. We're not saying the rest of we're it. We're not doing the rest of it. Anyway, continue. Um, but we find out that Gusev was robbed the night that he died. Mm-hmm. Um, and we also, basically, we find out that how he died was a fallen chandelier. Yeah, he died like an old cartoon. <laughs> that was fun. Anyway, so they go visit the 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 morgue. Yes. To find Gustav. And he's like... He's in, still in the chandelier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, they took his clothes off? And except his underwear? Not really. I don't... I think, I think it was more for the gag. Yeah. <laughs> so we bring him back to life. And um, he's like... I kind of liked him because he was like, all right, I'm dead. Here's what we need to do. Right. And also, I think it was like, Ned's, and then he's like, I like you, kid, but you talk too much. <laughs> and then uh, he's just kind of like upset with uh, Emerson because he's just like kind of being like, can we like get to the point? Yeah. And then, because he has some stuff, but he has a second will. 
mm-hmm. that might leave his wife out of it. Mm-hmm. And he basically says, go to the trophy room, find the biggest trophy, turn counterclockwise. Right. Which Chuck's the only one who repeats that. And then he's like, says like those like old timey lines of like, I like your moxie. I like your moxie, kid. But then everyone's like, who killed you? And then he's like, the bellman did it. Mm-hmm. And then Zap back dead, and then the chandelier explodes. Right. Yeah, it, it like the fireworks are start popping off. I have to say they like they have the line saying, "Make sure that my no good gold digging wife of mine doesn't get one dime." <laughs> nice, but they don't have the okay. Because I think he's but because I, I have the stuff they said about Chuck, like I have like your moxie sassafras. Yeah. So then we go off to the mansion. Mm-hmm. His young dumb blonde wife believes. She is young. That's what it says. And dumb, yeah. Well, I mean. <laughs> Kinda. But like she's not a bad well Yeah. Eh. Uh, uh. Great and uh we see the bellman James Andrews as well, mm-hmm. who's like about he's making his uh, sparkling orange drink. He's just, like, just, uh, oh yeah, what was it? It was They were mimosas, but Yeah, it was like some yeah, sparkling fruit drink or something. It was a mimosa. So they're talking to both of them about like, hey, this doesn't look great yeah. for either. It doesn't look great for Elise. Right. Because, like, she's the one who's supposed to inherit. And then said Bellman. But he says he's a por- James Major said he's a porter. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was at a key party that night. Yes. And Ned doesn't know what a key party is. It's a kind of raffle. It's of the porno variety. <laughs> is it, like, prostitution? What? A key party? Yeah. A key party is, like, swingers. Oh, okay. It's, like, it's key party is everyone shows up. Like you put you like you put your key in the the bucket and then when you're done in the party you pick up and whoever's keys you pick up is whoever's you're bringing home. Okay. Or whoever's yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. But there's so only 15, there's, I guess there's only fifteen people or like no I guess he, okay it's a sixteen so it's even. Yeah. All right. And then Elise was at a charity ball. Mm-hmm. So she couldn't have done it. Right. Meanwhile, uh, so basically that's Emerson and Chuck are the ones interrogating them and Ned goes to the trophy room. Mm-hmm. To get the will. So trophy, we assume we're like you know big trophies made of metal. It's not those kinds. It's of dead stuffed animals. Yes. So, so Ned's n- kind of probably shouldn't have done that. Good. Yeah, Ned was probably not the best person to take on this job. But he's being careful until we get to the biggest trophy, the one that you have to turn, which is a polar bear. It's a big old bear. Mm-hmm. We have to build Um, but yeah, but Ned does it. He. Th- so we're good. It's a little hairy for a split second there, but he got it. Yep. And then he opens up the safe, and it's completely empty, mm-hmm. except for a uh, saying, which was Orbis Provox. Yes. Which means... Does it say what it means? Uh, probably eventually. Yeah, okay. Because we'll get to it. Because yeah, right now we just we'll have... get to it. Yeah. Man, this one has, like, a lot of lines in here. Anyway. So then we're done, and then we talk, we converse and say what we found out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we explained to Ned what a key party is. Sort of. Meh. We're wondering, like, okay, so why would a rob, like, why would somebody rob him and then leave that saying? And then Emerson's like, have you not been watching the news? Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of rich people being robbed. Mm-hmm. Right. But, and, like, the saying has been, like, left there. Okay, so we have that. And then we cut to, back to the pie hole where Ned and Chuck are trying to, like, find out, like, stuff on Dwight. And they're not really coming up with anything. Right. So is Dwight his real name? It's or was he really good at hiding? Because like he, the thing, I was under the impression that it wasn't his real name, but then later events make it think seem like 
that it was. And so I was very confused where, what they were trying to do by that. Maybe he's um, really good at hiding himself. Yeah. Like, and also Olive's helping until, like, they're trying to, like, get her away so they can talk about, like, yeah. stuff. Other stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Chuck's like, we could wake up my dad. Right, and because they were they were buds back in the day. But Ned's like, no. And Caitlin's like, no. I'm like, no. I'm strong, strongly opposed to that. <laughs> Don't think that was a good idea. It probably wasn't, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> so then, um, as they're discussing that, Emerson um, comes in with news of the robbery and saying that, like, Whoever the robber is, they make a charitable donation after the rob somebody. Mm-hmm. So they're stealing from the rich and giving to, Give the, to poor. the poor. Get it? Robbing Hood. I get it now. All right. Everything makes sense. But yeah. And so, but it's kind of like a thing with um, this company called like the Bellmen. Mm-hmm. And it's like basically all these people. And I guess it's kind of like the Santa thing where like you're ringing a bell. Basically a bunch of telemarketers. Kind of, and they're in Robin Hood stuff, and yeah. they ring for right. They ring for right. Orbis Provox. Yes. I thought Ooh. Vox was voice. Um, That's what I thought it was. Well, it's Vox, like a V. Yeah. Oh, I thought yeah, you said Vox. V- no, no, no. V-O- maybe they, maybe they just like thought that sounded better, and they did a different translation. Yeah, well, if I if I pop it into Google Translate, like, what does it tell me? Because, I mean, like, obviously, words can be the same this and mean the same two different things. Why was Latin already first? Google's listening in on me. I have a voice of the world. Oh, that's what it gives me. I've, I think we're using the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I know. <laughs> a, I know a little bit about my Latin. Yeah. Why? It's a very. That's a very interesting. Um. But if I. So if I. Yeah. Weird. I don't know. That was a very interesting. Um. Translation of that. Well, anyway, so then they talk to um, Rob Wright, who's like the head guy. Yeah. Of this thing, mm-hmm. and he says, like, because they think like, okay, so they had something to do with it, because they're Bellman. Mm-hmm. But uh, Bellman did it. But he kind of seems like a bit nice, I guess, kind of. Yeah, I mean, he he seems well intentioned. But then we meet a telemarketer named Tan Fong. Mm-hmm. And he's harassing somebody about not giving money, mm-hmm. and he's also being like way too, like really obviously suspicious. Yeah, yeah, he's he's uh, being very shady about it. Yeah, so we're just and then, but then we get his like uh, phone records just like see mm-hmm. stuff, and then we cut to the park with Dwight and Vivian. Yeah, and he's playing the clarinet. Yeah, which have a soft spot for the clarinet because I played it for many years. <laughs> I miss playing the clarinet. You can, can you still play the clarinet? Sure, but like clarinet isn't like the guitar or the piano where you can just like you can play and just like be fully enjoy. I feel like you can't just like whip out a clarinet and be like do 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 do. Like you need like to be in an ensemble of some sort. Um, okay, which isn't really great in the year twenty twenty. I'm just like wondering. Like, remember we had to do like that project for college with like the. Um, we had to like hold the camera and be like a point of view thing, and oh, we yeah. did you a band, and you were just like having your inner monologue. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, I think we got an A on that. I think so. we did. But I think it was funny because like other people had music. Yeah, and we just did your inner monologue. Well, I think it added something. Yeah, it did. Um, but so that was good. What was that? TV too? Yeah, that was TV. 
Yes. TV production too. Um. So, but they're after that they have like a conversation and like I think Dwight's starting to actually like Vivian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So because he realizes that she is a good egg. She is a good egg. Why are we hurting her? With a heart of gold. Why are we hurting her? And he's only in it for the thing that he wants. But also, Vivian uh, kind of talks about Chuck and how she kind of encouraged her to go on this cruise mm-hmm. as, like, live vicariously. Yeah. And that she always carries around her obituary. Mm-hmm. And with the, which has a picture on it. Which has a picture, and the picture looks suspiciously like that one girl. So we show it to, yeah, we show it to Dwight, and he does remember her, so oh no. So yeah, that's, mm, that's bad news. Yeah, but uh, back to the pie hole. Um, I love how here they call them the holers. <laughs> the hole. <laughs> It's an interesting choice of names. It is. Not the pyres, but the holers. That's the only sexual innuendo we're going to get in this entire episode of the podcast. <laughs> Strap on in, bud, everybody. So they tell, Daniel, they tell Daniel at the, the Bellman organization, and he's very angry mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the whole thing. Yeah. Because like, he clearly loved the goof stuff in some way. Yes. In so, whatever way that may be. Doesn't matter which sh- way it would doesn't be. Doesn't matter which way, but he sure loved him. In a very and, healthy way. Yes. And uh, they also tell him um, about the second will, which he's kind of confused about because like, if there was a second will. Right. He would have been the one to draft it and notarize it. But and hopefully, But hopefully it'll cut the wife out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he's like, you find the will, I'll double the fee. So Emerson's like, we're in. Yay. And Chuck's like, we're in because it's a nice thing to do. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to figure out a way to get in to to get the robbers to rob them. So they're thinking right. like, we'll like we can set up something, but they have to do it at the aunt's house because who's going to rob the apartments? Mm-hmm. And then they can't go because they've already seen them. Mm-hmm. So we send Olive with Pigby. <laughs> yes, to to pl- yes to play like yeah. a studio old rich lady. She's going with Mrs. Carvel and uh, with like a Swedish check? some kind of some kind of. Northeastern European accent. <laughs> Probably somebody was married to Trump at one point. Anyway, but <laughs> hey yo. Um. So, uh, yes. But it is a very funny scene. Yeah, she's very funny. So then we leave the number and the house, and so the trap's set. And then they go to the aunt's house, and they're like mm-hmm. trying to like close all the things. And like Ned's putting out the candles by like with the finger trick. Yeah. Why doesn't he just blow them out? Does it make less smoke that way? I don't think so. I don't, I don't know. But also, like, considering, like, how long that they would have, like, the smoke goes away after, like, a minute or two. Right. I don't know. It seems like you're hurting yourself, Ned. Don't do that. I mean, knowing Ned. But, but do you mean to talk? But, like, uh, Vivian's kind of, like, excited about it, and Lily's clearly upset. Probably- Lily, Lily, like, kind of goes off, and it's it's very good. It's very good. They're having, like, a fight, and this is kind of... Mm-hmm. Like it's like they're all they're they're kind of having bits of tiffs, I guess that mm-hmm. they're not, but they're not like fully expressing. Yeah, and Lily's only doing it because she cares and like loves Vivian and would never do anything to hurt her ever, never, ever, ever. You know what I kind of wonder now, like with the whole, with that whole thing, was it like a one night thing or was it, like multiple nights? It sounds like it was like a thing that happened over the course period of time. Not like a very short period of time. Well, it only takes one time. I don't think this was one of those. Oh no, that makes it so much worse. Mm-hmm. God dang it, we're horrible people. But anyway, 
But meanwhile, Chuck, because like part of the idea was like, hey, we can, I can get, I can, Chuck can be upstairs and right. find this old like box that she had with all, all of her father's letters. Mm-hmm. See if we can find out information about Dwight. So she's up there in her room, which the aunt sent into a cheese locker. Nice. Which is a very, a very nice ode to her memory. Yep. So we find that. And uh, they're setting up, as they're setting up the house. Meanwhile, like, Chuck's going through her stuff. She finds, like, her clay things. And she finds a wallet that she was making for um, her dad for his birthday. His birthday, And then yeah. some letters. But I guess they don't find there's something in there that can really help them. Uh, or, yeah. Or she doesn't quite get to it. Well, I think, no, because she, she took the stuff. So they mm-hmm. clearly didn't find anything. Mm. And uh, they, but then also there's like a shadowy figure in the background. Wonder who it could be. So it's uh, the charity leader, Rob Wright. Yes. Yes. And uh, there is like the, the, I think it was like that funny thing of like, he kind of like comes in all like gusto and stuff, but then she kind of throws something yeah. at his groin. Right. Also, why are we coming in all gusto if you knew you were going to rob them? I think he just likes the pageantry. Yeah. Yeah. He seems like, he seems like he, he likes the theatrics. Yeah. So we find out that basically the robberies aren't really like it's kind of like out like off the record, right? Yeah, it's it's not part it's not part of their mission statement. It's not like it's not actually built into like who they are. It's like a thing they do. Yeah, because basically Rob steals uh, Tam's phone list, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, because Tam is an unwitting mm-hmm. uh, accomplice, and he does. And so Rob basically does all the robbing, steals mm-hmm. what they can afford to keep, like not steal have, I guess, right? And I think he had like a whole thing about, like it's like it's like they can't afford they can afford like to not have this stuff and it's like still like an act of charity. Right. I don't know if it's more. I mean, yes, but <laughs> morally. Mm. Anyway, but then we find out that Rob did rob Gustav, but because Gustav asked him to. Mm-hmm. And then you find out the like I think one thing that mainly made me not like Rob was because he took the narrator's job. Oh, that was so funny. That was a really, that was a really funny. He was like the facts of these. It's like, well, these, these are the facts, huh? The facts are these. <laughs> that was really, uh, I, I think that's funny. Yeah, but then he tells the story about how Gustav was like upset, thinking like his wife didn't really love him, and then he also locked his keys in the car. But then uh, Rob helped him out, and they, mm-hmm. he's basically like, hey, like let me. They had a whole discussion about, like, what the problems were, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So then Rob's like, okay, like, so then they set up the deal. Like, he, Rob was going to rob Gustav, take, I guess, like, half his fortune or whatever was in the safe. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And so, then, yeah, stage to take half of whatever, basically to suss out if his if his wife was it for love or the money. Because that's what he wanted to figure out. Well, like, if she's, like, trying to help out, like, with the stealing and the money thing, when could you tell then? Well... I um, yeah, I don't know, but that's I mean that's what they said anyway. So that's the plan, and then Rob would be like, "We'll take." He was like, basically, like we'll give some of the money away, but then you get the other half back. Mm -hmm. It's it was a deal, right? And then he said, "I found out what happened to Gustav like the morning after." Mm -hmm. So they're kind of like pushing it towards the wife, yeah. And um, because yeah, painting her as somebody who. uh, doesn't actually love him. Surprise! Surprise! But uh, also because we find out that Rob's trying to save up like a puppy shelter. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's doing the snowball. Is he a act. good guy? Is it? <laughs> we'll find out. I guess like it's. I think it's more noble back in Robin Hood days, right? When like there wasn't like a bunch of like other ways to donate to charity, even though they're not maybe not that good in general. Right. Well, mm, be, well, like. 
It's murky. Oh, it's a whole thing about like charity versus donating to people directly versus fixing the system of inequality. That's a whole it's a whole thing you do. We don't really talk about doing that. Why don't we just boy do that? Howdy. Boy Boy Howdy. Wait, why don't we just fix the system of inequality? Like is that an, like is that a huge issue? Like is, is it just gonna take a long time? I mean we could probably do it eventually. I mean but it, like it kinda I mean it would help if the people who benefited from inequality weren't the ones making all the rules. Yeah, but like I feel like I feel like if they like have goodness in their heart, they'd be like, you know what, like yes, I know that like I benefit from this, but like I feel like if we help out like some and try to make a more equality, not communism equality, because that's not gonna probably mess up anything eventually. But if we just help out eventually, but like if we do a little bit of a little bit, we'll still have all of our money and just be able to help out a little bit. Dare I want to live in the world that you live in? <laughs> I'm just saying not communism because. Why not communism? Because it's, I think da, 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 da. I think communism is a good idea on paper, but then like if you get normal people to execute it, it's not going to end well. <laughs> okay, so uh, pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. <laughs> um. <laughs> so anyway, so then Chuck lets Rob go because she does because she kind of thinks he's innocent mm -hmm. and that they should look at the bellman again. And that kind of thing. So then they, we have a stakeout. 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 With out, one pair of binoculars. Out, and, only no, one. and no food. Or a football game. Or a football game. Yeah, so it's pretty, pretty low-key stakeout. So then, but then Chuck's kind of wondering about, like, the whole thing of if Dwight finds out that Chuck's alive, like, what would be the big deal? Mm -hmm. Or would it be that big of a deal? And um, Emerson kind of says, like, well, then Ned's going to get discovered. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to be, like, cocking out tickets. Oh, yeah. It gets, it gets kind of real there, right? Well, we find out that, like, because, like, I think, like, even, like, for a long time, like, Chuck, like, wanted to just, like, tell her and saying, like, hey, I'm alive. Mm -hmm. And then people, but then people would have questions about, like, how? Yeah. So then you might think magic. And Ned, apparently, like, we, Ned actually reveals that he has, like, real anxiety about that happening like long-standing like you know fears of what could happen like you know grappling with the reality i mean the show's pretty um like whimsical and not always super grounded um and so i i think we don't always answer the question of like what is the response to finding out that there's a person out there who can you know bring the dead back to life uh, and then what we could it's if we give a little get a little we'll get a little taste of that with some of uh, ned's fears um so he has, like about, a recurring dream about it yeah about like you know where it starts off where people are pretty you know excited about it and then ends with his Poorly. brain being picked apart yeah um, piece by piece so like yeah and then chuck kind of puts together that like if um they bring back her dad to mm -hmm. find out the answers then like they wouldn't have to worry about like dwight finding out Right. Or, like, I guess it was, like, a thing, like, they wouldn't worry about uh, Dwight pointing out about Chuck being alive, but, like, if they don't do that, then there's that worry. Mm -hmm. So Ned's kind of putting, like, his emotional feelings aside for Chuck. Mm -hmm. Which, like, aww, but still anxiety-inducing. Yeah, right. But, um, the, as, as Emerson's looking through the binoculars, he sees Elise and James Andrews, uh, going at it. Yeah, they, uh, they, uh, that's what it says. They're going at it. Now, Kayla, compared to the other shocking things that happened in these two episodes, how level, what level shocking was this? Like a negative one? <laughs> like a pretty, pretty unshocking. Pretty. Pretty. Are you saying she was in it for the key. money? I'm saying she has, she provided ample evidence 
prior that that was most likely the cause of how she acted the way she acted. Um, so before we finish up the main plot, let's go back to Dwight. Okay. So since he found out about Chuck being alive, he goes to their place yeah. and steals the watch. Yeah, he breaks in and does all that stuff. And he then he goes all into the pie hall with Olive, who's alone. Oh, she's all alone. Yep, and she's, you know, pretty scared, but, like, he's not going to kill her or anything. He's yeah, he's like, definitely, like, had, like has kind of a menacing aura. Like, you know, like, he ain't up to any good, um, but he doesn't, like, hurt anybody. I mean, we saw his hotel room. Yeah, like, he's definitely very capable of hurting many a people. And why does he, why does he own, why does he own? so many guns there's a lot of guns why what why do you need all of them that's my question why do you need them all you don't then why do you have them? look like some people i think it's fine if some people like want like one gun just for like protection and that kind of yeah, thing yeah. but like really like do you need like that many it's guns excessive yeah i mean unless you're like collecting them for like because you're a collector of things and you only like the the ism that it is but mm-hmm. not like why do you put like why did he need that many? I'm glad America has a fair amount of gun control. <laughs> well, um, we, need to, we need to stop. We need, we need, we need to cease already going before through. Kaylin goes on a very long rant about something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us today. This is First Reaction Fan Reaction. I am your host, Kaylin Clothier, and with me is my co-host. <laughs> That's all, folks. Jesus Christ. I got a whole thing of like, you already have enough anxiety from these episodes. You don't need to go into the real world. Yeah, can we not? Thank you. Pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. Okay. But anyway, so. He says, I want to leave you guys a note, mm-hmm. but then he just leaves like the obituary, which he stole from Vivian. Yeah. And he then Olive goes stress eating. Like All- fair. That's like a lot. That was so many pies. Yeah. She ate like five pies. I can like. I wish I ate five pies. I can't like. Oh, if I was like in college, I could like binge a lot of food at once, which I know is not healthy, but like. <laughs> like that time when we ate a Dairy Queen ice cream cake in one setting. We only ate half of it. Yeah. No, we, we, we. There's there was three of us yeah. and we divided it into fourths and we tried to finish that last fourth but we we couldn't so we ate like a we ate a fourth Each of a fourth. whole ice cream cake that was really good um, but we did I, just finish I, finals I, like, yeah and we had root beer floats earlier that day remember oh my god yeah that was wow oh man that was so much and then we we saw, um, we saw Captain Ca- America Civil War, War yeah. that day see that that was like a good day I remember like my dad got very remember my dad got mad at me because he was like you saw them without me and I'm like I'll, I'll go again it was a good it was a good movie we'll go again we, um, we saw because I remember like we filmed a review and I don't know where that footage is I probably um, you might have deleted it no I wouldn't have deleted it it's probably let me check I let me check on this computer when we're done it would if it, if it's anywhere it's on this computer I don't even yeah because like, it wasn't gonna be for our show because like we were done but like, yeah anyway. Um, pushing daisies. Oh man, it's <laughs> a real throwback. Um, that was already four and a half years ago. Can you believe that? Yeah, but Endgame was only like a year ago. So yeah, but like just man, time. Oh, did you flies. see the new trailers that came out for the shows? I did not. It was a lot. Only, of, it was a lot of content at once. I couldn't really process it. I only watched the one division one, which still I don't know what's going on. But that makes it good when it does. It makes it exciting. Um, so like. Pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. All right. 
So then um, I think we're, I'm thinking I'm going to finish up with the Dwight stuff for now because yeah. uh, he goes to um, the aunt's house to see Vivian mm-hmm. and uh, Lily's kind of like, nope. Yeah. And has a shotgun. And, yeah. And basically, is he's still kind of coming off as creepy. Yeah. He, hmm. Yeah. But it's like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah. For everybody. So then Lily's like, okay, I need to go visit my daughter's grave. Mm-hmm. So then she does, but she sees that the like the, the dirt's been turned over. Yes. And and kind and guesses that uh yeah, that he was the one who did it, which he yes. was. He was the one who did it. Um and yeah. So then she goes to his hotel and finds all the guns. So many guns. So many guns. And uh basically basically takes the watches and I think to, at that point like she hides mm-hmm. for a bit and then he finds out that the watches are gone I think that it was Chuck and Ned who did it yeah and then goes to get them right with a gun mm-hmm. so but then yeah and that's where we'll leave it for now that's where we're gonna leave that part all right so the rest of it so then Ned Chuck and Everson confront Elise and the Bellman and they said they didn't kill Gustav they were just kind of like you know mm-hmm. doing it yeah and um the Bellman tells he's key party alibi, which like probably is still valid, mm-hmm. but at least his charity ball thing isn't. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Lee says like, "Who do you think got the Bellman's keys?" Yeah, yeah, right. So she she was at the key party. Yes, and because um, the one thing that Rob said was that Elise came at and as he was robbing it with like a gun, mm-hmm. and then she's like, "I don't even know how to use a gun." No, she knows she says she knows how to like use it, but she's like, "How can I pull the trigger? I have like so many rings on." She got all that bling, and then she's like, and then that's like good taking them off, but then we notice like her man, her nails are very well manicured. I need mm-hmm. a manicure. You never got a manicure. I've gotten manicures. I haven't got. I have not I gotten. I've never got a manicure before. No, I've. I I don't like to get them, but I think last time I got one was senior prom, so it's been, oh, uh, a good eight. I think you technically, like, I need to, I think, because, like, you technically should get manicured just because, like, it's healthy. Yeah, I, I don't, mm, I don't like the feeling. Also, I don't like having nail polish on. You don't have to get nail polish? Yeah. I like nail polish. I just think, like, I think, like, from what I've been told, it's, like, healthy to get manicures. Yeah. Good, but, like, you Good can, maintenance. Yeah. Because, like, unless you want to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, I got my nails, but that's because I hate long nails. But that's just me. Anyway. But your nails are very well manicured. Mm-hmm. And, um... With those well manicured nails, it would take her forever to get the rings off, so she couldn't have done it. Right. So she's probably not a killer. Mm-hmm. She's a gold digger, but not a killer. Yeah. So it's a difference. And then we've kind of realized that, like, the only other person would have been the Bellman Rob. So, so they go back to the headquarters, and uh, Rob has a knife, and then Emerson's at least happy because it wasn't a gun. Yeah, because people keep putting guns in his face. Yep. Um, and then he says that Gustav was a victim of an accident, which, like, technically? Yeah, like, he wasn't intentional, like, yeah, it was, mm. Like, second degree? Yeah, 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 right. Manslaughter? Uh, probably second degree. Okay. Uh, no, probably manslaughter. Man, I don't know. I one don't, of them? One of them. Anyway. Somebody did. But, uh, also Rob has the second will. Mm-hmm. And, uh, because basically we find out what happened. Gustav did agree to the robbery. Mm-hmm. Because he's actually, I think he saw, or like he had an idea, he didn't see uh, James Andrews and Elise like doing it, but like he kind of got a feeling. Yeah. So he wanted kind of, I think he wanted a way to get it like confirmed mm-hmm. in a way. So then he agreed to the robbery. But then before the robbery, Daniel, the lawyer, caught yes. Elise and James Andrews like doing it. And yeah. then he kind of like berates them. And 
also Gustav saw the mm-hmm. doing it and how much Daniel clearly cared. Yeah. So then he was like off with the robbery, but then Rob was like, but you promised. Right. So then and he was, needs the money. But then he gets, I guess like if he just said like, hey, I need the money for like a puppy mill. Not a puppy mill. <laughs> Anti-puppy mill. Puppy shelter. Puppy shelter. Gustav probably would have been like, okay, well don't rob me, but I'll give you money. Right. Well, hmm. we don't know. Because he's dead. He's dead, but he didn't seem like a bad guy. Didn't seem like a bad dude. I feel like if you just explained the situation, it would have been like, all right, I'll write you a check. Mm -hmm. Like, but anyway, they get into a scuffle, and there's like a a gun thing because Gustav's like, get off my get off my lawn. Mm -hmm. And then there's a scuffle, and then Rob falls back, shoots the chandelier, falls down, and then he tries to like get away in some kind of big thing with like the rope and the bell, but then Everson just shoots it. Shoots the (laughs) healer. Yeah, he tries to have some, like, grandiose getaway in it. Uh, it doesn't really take off. It doesn't. And also, so then they have the will, Emerson gives it to Daniel, and he was left everything. Mm-hmm. And he was like, but all I gave was my friendship. It's like, that's all he wanted. That's all he needed. And then Emerson still wants his money. Yay. <laughs> so everybody wins. Um. Yeah, you want to get to the end? Um, maybe, we, maybe we should discuss the ending. All right. So Ned and Chuck get back to the pie hole. Yeah. And I thought it was on recording for a second. We're good. And uh, Olive tells him what happened mm-hmm. and that uh, Dwight knows that Chuck's alive. Yeah. So we have one option left, don't we? Uh, yeah, because we don't know what kind of what kind of stuff this dude is about to do. So, like, we just got to go to the closest thing to the sources we can which is get. Chuck's dad. Which is Charles. Charles. So we got to dig up his grave and bring him back to life. <gasps> you good? Mm-hmm. No? No. What's the worst that can happen? So many things. So many things. So many things. They kind of have, like, the discussion about, like, if they're, like, I think they still want to do it, but it's kind of like a, uh, Chuck going to be okay, and also, like. Yeah. Because, like, this, yeah, it's not going to. No. And, like. Because he knows it's going to destroy Chuck. Because that's got to be emotionally traumatizing, because she has to, like, watch her father come back to life and then die again. Because, like, like, don't do that ever. That's, no, no, that's not meant to happen. Yeah. Um, so like that. That's a lot. But so we're ready to do it, and then credits. And then yeah, they open up. We don't even get to see anything. We just, bam. That's it. You that's good? It. Um, no, <laughs> I'm not. Did you like this episode? I did like this episode, but like at the end, that was a lot. Um, also, why does he have so many guns? And they weren't even like. Shotguns. They were like no. They were they were like borderline assault rifles. I don't know what constitutes as an assault rifle. Please, don't at me. It was they were just big and scary guns. Yes. Um, why did he have so many? We don't. We still don't really know anything about him. Um, why were there? <laughs> no, so I'm s- I'm sure we'll learn more as the episodes go on. <laughs> so anyway, um, uh, yeah. Don't don't. Do that. Don't do the thing they're about to do. Don't do the thing that they're about to do. Because I don't... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like anything bad happens in the next episode. What? <laughs> um, okay, so... Um, but you like, but like, besides that, how was like, that? Good time, good time all around. All right, fun stuff. We got some Robin Hood stuff. We got some Robin Hood stuff. That, they, that was a little... That was on the weaker side. Of things, it reminded me of the um, this whole show is like full of like, like weird and quirky organizations. Like this the whole sh- the whole show, like 
like every other episode we come up with like a new weird and quirky organization that like feels very like almost kind of detached from like reality which is like it's always just like a little silly um so like this was our this was our one we like came up on the next one this was it so um yeah i find i don't know i'm trying to remember what any of the memorable ones are like i remember them but i'm not sure if like they're like super memorable it's just one of those things we like we do yeah from time to time um so that yeah that didn't really make any impact with me as opposed to like the other stuff in this episode um so otherwise not really interested in anything but eating the rich so like you know um i just think this episode's fun it is fun it is yeah fun. it is and uh yeah so that's my opinion i just think this episode's quite fun yes i think like there was some like lightheartedness before we get to some of like the bad, the heavy stuff. The heavy yeah, stuff. it like starts out pretty like silly. I think like, and the, then ends pretty heavy. I do think the show does a pretty good job of like balancing like the heavy stuff with like the fun stuff. Yeah, it's still supposed to be kind of like, right, fun. Yeah. Yep. And uh, you want some trivia? Yeah, let's do some trivia. So originally there was a subplot involving Gustav's servants having fake accents, but this was cut. <laughs> that sounds stupid. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of silly. Yeah. Uh, the title is a play on the name of the legendary outlaw of English folklore, Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> I never guessed <laughs> Who that. Who robbed from the rich and gave to the poor. Did he? Uh, and was immortalized in many incarnations, including books, films, television shows, and music. Mm-hmm. Um, the show references itself when Rob Wright states, much like the narrator, the facts are these when in recounting his version of events. It's good. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I'm like, good for them. You did a thing. Good for them. You're tired. We still have one more episode and a lot happened. Okay, I'm ready. All right. So uh do you want some do you want some comfort food? I would love some comfort. Was this episode actually was that episode actually that comforting? If anything, it was just more stressful. And I so I don't like being lied to like that. <laughs> I don't want to be lied to like that. All right. We'll be around this episode for a while with some ranting in, of life. All right. Oh. All but right. Uh, let's take a break, and then we're going to talk about Season 2, Episode 8, Comfort Food. Sounds good. talk about Pushing Daisy still. Woo! Season 2, Episode 8, Comfort Food. Comfort Food. I'm comforted. No, you're not. By nothing. <laughs> a lot happened. A lot happened. So what What all What all did happen? So let's start back with the past. Oh, wait. We're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of love we, this because you were like, wait, can we just get to the thing? Right. Well, we end on a cliffhanger. Uh, we end on a hell of a cliffhanger. Um, and then they're like, so 20 years ago. <laughs> and you're like, I don't care. Thank you. I knew you were going to do it, but, like, you didn't have to do it. And here we are. Um, so, yeah, what, what happened what, what happened 20 years ago? I, I know you don't care, but. Yeah, well, maybe we should share, share with um, the class. So, Ned is, young Ned is upset mm-hmm. and can't sleep, so he decides I'm going to make a pie. And then some of the other boys kind of come in, and they also want to be comforted so that we make more pies, and it becomes a party. Yay. And then he gets caught. Oh. But it, it was fun because it felt like, you know, 
I mean, he seemed like he was he was more so just like serving the other kids and like having a, a good time. But like, but there was a form of camaraderie there. Right? I think it's like there's like comfort, but there's always a consequence to your actions. Mm-hmm. Which I guess like some people have to deal with the consequences of their actions in this episode. Weird. Weird. Seems like that's the theme of some sort. Yes. Okay. To the cemetery. To the cemetery. Yay. <laughs> so we wake up Charles Charles. Um, and as you remember, he's been dead for 20 years. So. So he looks like he has been chilling in the ground for 20 years. Uh, not not super pretty. Um, well, first is like an argument about who's going to get, whoever gets to talk first because each of them get 30 seconds. Right. Because th- there's like two purposes to this event. Like one is, you know, getting like need to find more information out about this um oh dwight guy i why do i keep forgetting his name i always think i have it wrong one is finding more information about this dwight guy and the other is like doing the formal goodbye that um chuck never got to have so it's like you have to fit both of those things within 60 seconds um it's, so it's, it's and i'm sure it turns out fine yeah uh-huh yeah great <laughs> yeah uh-huh great <laughs> so we decided that ned goes first and we asked if he's dangerous and um well, it's funny. Well, first when they when they uh, uh, Charles Charles comes back, he's he's like pretty chill about the whole thing. He's, he's like, like stop. He's, he's like, hey guys, hey. How's it going? Oh, he's he like, is. Aw. But uh, he seems so. He seems like just like a good dude. Yeah, it just it seems like just like a solid kind of dude, which is which is funny. A very, a very it's a it's kind of a funny first impression. But basically, Charles says like he is dangerous, but really it's only after the watches mm-hmm. for like and I think for an insurance thing. Yeah, like, right. I don't know. He's a, yeah, he's like, it's dangerous. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, no, it's only an insurance thing. Well, basically, like, it's okay. a dangerous if, like, they keep the watches and they, like, talk about it. But basically, Charles says, like, look, if you just, like, let them have the watches and don't say anything, mm-hmm. you'll be fine. Right. So it's like, okay, so we just, like, maybe let them have the watches and don't say anything? Or who knows? Mm-hmm. And then we cut to Ned leaving the grave, so then Chuck and have her 30 seconds, and then... Uh, we go back, and uh, Ned has made a thingy so that uh, Ned, him and Chuck can sleep in the same bed yeah. and not touch each other. Yeah. And it's like a double thing. So we realize everything's fine. So, yeah. Well, well it's, it, it's I'm like, what are we thinking? Like, like, okay, like, during this time, I was thinking, like, I'm, I'm really stressed out about this. <laughs> like, I, I like I am because, like, because, like, life. Um, because <laughs> a little too much here. Um, But, like, no, it's not. Yeah, I was stressed about this whole thing. It's like... Well, they just like ask like the the plot relevant questions, and then they they cut away. Um, and at first, it's like oh, like it seems like I don't know, like respectful to like cut away and like having that not being shown, like disregarding later events, but like in the moment watching it, it's like cutting away, not that being shown, um, and then just immediately cutting away from that, and then going back to like you know sometime in the future. There, um, it's like. It was like, oh, fine. Like, I don't know why that took a lot of the stress out of it for me. Because, like, not having to watch that part was, like, fine. Um, but, like, it's, because then it gives the impression, like, oh, everything's good. Okay. We're good. We can, like, we take did a deep it. breath. See, like, it's like, fine. We, just, we, can, we can exhale now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> then we inhaled right back very shortly after. Um, but, no. So, like, that that was that was fine. Like, and, and it turned out it, feel, felt, it felt in that moment a little less, like, climactic than like the expectation was and that was fine with me like that that was actually like i was weirdly fine with that at first yeah huh hmm. um but no so like that's that's how i felt in that moment um let's cut to uh vivian who's waiting for dwight for a date but he hasn't shown up for some reason for some reason we'll get to it mm-hmm. 
But then also Lily's at his hotel, like, waiting for him yeah. to kind of confront him. And then there's, like, a like a sort of dream sequence where she does and then just, like, shoots him. She, like, she, yeah, she has, like, that imagination spot um, where she imagines him coming in and then they're about to, there's about to be, like, a quick draw and she draws first um, and kills him. But that is not actually the case. And it's interesting because the, the transition is, is between, like, that and, like, how reality is, like, for a show that has, like, very grandiose... Um, uh, transition sometimes there was like no transition yeah. to this and I thought that I don't know why that that stood out to me um, but like it's just like the way that the lines are blurred between like expectation and reality is it was was really interesting mm-hmm. there because there was almost no line but anyway so she leaves him a note saying like I got it you want it meet me here meet me at the, the cemetery. cemetery yes and um, we then cut to back to the pie hole and Ned kind of wants to have, like, an emotional snow day. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's a cook-off going on, a comfort yes. food cook-off going on, which Olive is going, I guess, going to or, like, wants to. Yeah, she wants to do because they did it, like, two years ago, but not the year prior. Because Chuck had just come back. Yeah. But then Chuck's like, no, like, you should go. And, like, I kind of need, like, an emotional snow day. Mm-hmm. Maybe something. Yeah, right. Because she's like, I need a break from She doesn't say she needs a break from him, but, like, kind of, in, kind of sort of implies... Something. Yeah. Because, like, because Chuck is making obvious that there's, like, she's having a lot of feelings about things, um, and she wants to talk about it, but she can't talk about it at the moment. Yes. So, and so Ned is like, yo, you got to talk about that. And she's like, yes, but not now. I'll explain later. Mm. Later. Let's go to the cook-off first. Yay, cook-off. We'll go to the comfort food cook-off, which sounds like the best. It sounds like a lot of fun, and I would like to be a judge. And gain 10 pounds real quick. Yeah. No, you know what would be fun if it just, like, there was, like, a competition, but also you could just, like, go around and eat food? Yeah, just, like, if they have little little samplers, just, like, a little fork and just, just like, a little sampler, just so you can enjoy everything. But, like. And everybody has, like, fun costumes, and, like, Ned's got a fun hat. Yeah, he's, Ned is, like, being very colorful for one of the few times that he's yeah. colorful. It's it's great. But, uh, but they kind of have a, um. Uh, Olive's kind of does not, not like the uh, Marianne Marie Beetle, who's um, um mu- owns the Muffin Buffalo. Muffin Buffalo, where they make muffins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. So they kind of a few because she thinks that, I think Olive thinks like she sabotaged them the last time they were there. Yeah. But uh, she kind of comes off as very passive aggressive. Mm-hmm. And then also we meet Leo Burns, who's the coordinator. Yes. And is a big fan of the pie hole, so you know. Yeah. I don't think he's a judge, so I don't think it matters, but mm-hmm. it's still nice. Well, I think, yeah, I think he he can't technically play favorites because of where his position in the competition, but yeah, it's a, whatever. So, uh, as, so then Olive and uh, Ned are, like, cooking a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, Olive's getting very, like, competitive. Mm-hmm. I love it until she's, like, like very, like, straight face. I'm going to take this blue ribbon, wrap around her neck, and strangle her. So, yes, uh, competitive Olive is, is very good Olive. And they're, like, throwing jabs at each other, and suddenly we hear, like, a curdling scream. Uh, yeah, and that's fine. That doesn't mean anything bad has happened. Is it? Has it? Is it? Are you telling me something bad happened? Yes. <gasps> so a woman, like, comes out of the Colonel Lickens chicken booth. Colonel Lickens chickens. In no way reference to any real-life franchise. Anyway. Wendy's? <laughs> Correct. Good good work. <laughs> but she's a, but she's kind of like um and like the colonel's kind of like this big like he was won the competition for a while because mm-hmm. you know, fried chicken is probably with yeah. all those herbs and spices. <laughs> herbs and spices. Yep. 
But uh, she screams that he's dead, mm-hmm. and apparently he fell into the boiling vat <laughs> of oil. And then Ned does a CSI line where he just like pulls Boy him up, oil. and he's like, "He's not just dead; he's extra crispy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe not the time and place, Ned. I know. I'm just like Ned. Why? It's Neddington. This is a so little, it's a little fresh. Let's, before we go into the rest of that, let's go to Chuck. Oh, are we going to Chuck? Yeah. Are we going to figure out, like, what Oops. she's up to? Yes. Oh. So, mm. Chuck goes to Ned's old house. Uh-huh. And we find out that, oh, my God, Chuck's father's alive. Again, still. Yeah, somehow, um, Mr. Charles evaded, um, death for the second time. Um, how did that, sir, how did that happen? How did that how did that happen? Well, so then we see like the conversation. It's like very like sweet, and she gives him the wallet that she made from when he yeah. when he when she was eight, like for his birthday when she was eight. Yeah, and it's like a very sweet thing. And then like as the time's going up, Chuck just like stops thinking for a second. She she doesn't take time to consider the consequences mm-hmm. of the actions that she is about to do. So then she puts her glove onto her father's hand. Yes, and just says. Like, stay here, like, play dead, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to come and dig you up in an hour. Yeah. So then we do that. So, yeah. So, so like, it happens. Mm-hmm. Are you shocked? I think I was more stressed than anything. I'm not sure if I... I'm not I sure guess- of shock. I was just like, oh, God, we went there. I didn't want us to go... I did not... I didn't want us to go there. Well, I think, like, when... I, I, and we went there. <laughs> I guess, like, when I was watching this episode and, like, the first time... And I was, like, seeing this stuff happen, and then I, like, was, like, thinking, like, this was a possibility, and then when I saw it, I'm like, well, what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, But, man, didn't I... Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nope. No, no, I, yeah, it was, it was one of those things that I... mm afraid of that happening. Yeah, because then also, like, there's, like, this, because, like, the consequence is... That he's been alive for longer than a minute, and somebody else is dead, technically by Ned, and he doesn't know it, and that kind of puts more stuff onto Ned, who does not need it. Who does not deserve it. No! Um, he doesn't deserve any of this! No. No. Um, and and Chuck is feeling big guilty about it. As she probably... Like, I love Chuck, but as she should. Yeah, no, she done, she done messed up. Like, I understand it, mm-hmm. but... Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, like, clearly she wasn't thinking. She was thinking with, like, her heart and not with her head. Yeah. And not really thinking, I don't think she's really thinking about Ned at that point, but like. Uh, no, uh, but that ends up being what she's most upset about, is kinda, the things that she did to him rather than and a random person. I guess like I do kind of like how like she is like kind of trying to rationalize it, but like it's also like anxiety induced ras- rationalization and like, mm-hmm. I guess like, I don't know if it was like I was worried like she'd be like thinking like, well Ned already killed him one time, so like, now it's kind of like bringing him back, but like she doesn't even like do that, she's kind of like right. uh, yeah. Like, uh, I screwed up and, like, I'm... Yeah, she takes kind of ownership of that. So she goes to um Emerson, who just wants to have a nice day. He just wants to have a nice... Drink some coffee. Just quiet day. But that doesn't happen. That's not happen at all. Because she comes in and explains what happened. And at first, like, Emer- Emerson's, like, it's funny, because Emerson's, like, trying to be not, like... Be like nice and chill, but she's like, I'm gonna yell at you later. But, but oh, because uh, Emerson's, Emerson's approach here is this is I feel like is a very father like approach in that I understand that you're under a lot of duress right now, so I'm going to speak to you calmly, but I am so goddamn pissed at you. Yeah. <laughs> and so 
it's kind of funny that we see that part of Emerson, um, especially in this context. So I th- yeah. thought that was that was pretty funny. So the big thing now is like we gotta find this like dead body. Yeah, we gotta f- figure out who kicked it. But like, and then Chuck's even like trying to like ratchet and saying like, what if nobody was like in like a great distance? Like right. we didn't have it, and Emerson's like, that's not how this works. Right. So no, somebody's dead, and we gotta go find them. So that's what they're that's what they're doing. It's kind of funny, like this episode has like Chuck and Emerson hanging out, and then Olive and Ned hanging out. Yeah, yeah. So then um, we cut to back to the uh, comfort food mm-hmm. festival, and the Colonel's wife thinks like he died of like one of his many heart attacks. We always thought it was gonna be one of his many heart attacks. That was she. She's she like a very like southern accent. She seemed. She was like, I knew it was one of his one of his many heart attacks that would have killed him. <laughs> I don't know. Cause I feel like there's like a difference between like some like like redneck southern and then like posh southern. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So kind of like, posh. like the southern belle and like the. She's kind of like a southern belle. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like I was just like yeah, but uh yeah. So she's like very upset, and also like we don't know where the rest of like the recipe is because mm-hmm. she's like he stored it in his head. So, but then Ned's kind of like has a thing of like I could be a detective and like you know, right? Like he kind of sees that that he's able to do some good maybe. Well, she's all like, if I could just have him back for one minute, <laughs> I could find out that recipe and keep his legacy going. And Ned just like seems like somebody very specifically asked for me. Yep, so then Ned says, like, Olive distracted them, I'm going to go in here. Which kind of makes me think, like, why can't we just bring Olive in to that part? Oh, it's it's amazing that we've keep, kept her out of it this Like, long. we brought her into, like, a lot of the detective stuff. Yeah. But, like, can we bring her into the fact that Ned has magic powers? Right. Bring her into the secret. Like, just, yeah. Very but, uh, interesting. But uh, we don't, so we wake up the colonel, and uh, I love this whole bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, uh, she Ned's basically mm-hmm. like... They go, oh, yeah, you died of a heart attack. And uh, the the missus wants to, like, keep your herbs and spices. And then he's like, well, why don't you sit down there? It's going to take a while. Get a notepad and, and grab yourself a pen. <laughs> um, but we don't have that kind of time because 500 then, herbs, and, herbs and spices. But then Ned's like, fine, let's just do it. And then the guy's like, did you say heart attack? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, No. I not have a heart attack. Somebody pushed me in. Right. So murder. So it's a murder case. So, and then also, but he did say he has like a written down copy in his pocket, mm-hmm. but uh, it's gone. It's gone. So the murderer took it. Somebody took the recipe. Yep. And then, uh, so Ned's like, all right, I forgot who did it. And then the colonel's like, well, I- I- I'm sad that I have to go, but at least I'm going delicious. <laughs> And, Cannibalism. And, and then just eats, starts eating himself. I hope it's just like a crisp thing and not like an actual. I mean, he's dead. Who cares? It's fine. This episode crosses <laughs> so many lines. This episode crosses so many lines. And we didn't even we didn't even finish talking about all the lines it crosses. <laughs> that was a line that we were supposed to stay behind, and we did not. We went across it. <laughs> and now we're just waiting for the next one and just just jump right over. I ca- I thought it was funny. I like I like some dark humor. <laughs> Listen, like I said, Brian Fuller also made Hannibal, which has way more cannibalism. In this episode, a man is killed and then is brought back to life and uses his final moments to eat himself. <laughs> just a little bit. Just like a little just like a little nibble. And like you can see like a bunch of crispy stuff on it, so maybe it's just a crispy thing. Like when you get like that little piece of like fried chicken, like crisp. God. Oh my god. Okay. Um. Anyways, like pushing daisies. Pushing daisies. I guess we was talking about. It. But anyway. Um. 
so then we decide that the competition's going to keep going. Because mm-hmm. the way I said, it's like, it's, it's okay. And then everybody else has a better chance of winning. So then Olive and Ned are kind of like, and Ned's kind of saying, like, what if this is murder? And, like, they're actually solving. It's, like, so cute because they're doing a thing together. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Hopefully nothing will happen. Uh, bad will happen. Nothing bad happens. Hopefully no scabs will be picked. Mm-hmm. Hopefully everything stays nice and platonic. <laughs> On both sides. No, anyway. But, uh, but like, she's happy that she gets help out. Yeah, yes. And, yes. But then also, she likes to be a part of things. But then also they find out that uh, somebody destroyed their oven and their pies have burned. So yes. sabotage. It's sabotage. So we think that the killer is also the saboteur. Mm-hmm. So. And then also all upset because, like, now they can't win. Mm-hmm. So sad. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, like, the thing of, like, they think the saboteur is the killer. Uh, let's go back to Chuck and Emerson. So they're at the cemetery. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, looking for the body. And they figure, like, okay, we can bring it to, like, a cemetery. And, like, not a cemetery. A funeral home to, like, bury it. Right. She's, she's like, let's, it's kind of like dropping off a baby at an orphanage, except the opposite. Yeah, because she's, um, like, what it's like, a, like, an old lady might have, who was in Somniac and was bringing... Right, and yeah. She's she's imagining some very poor and unfortunate scenarios. But fortunately, fortunately, the dead body was Dwight Dixon. He dead. Yeah, he. Mm-hmm. That's. It's very convenient. It's convenient, but I'll, like, are you okay? What are you feeling? It's just very convenient. Um, I think I'm gonna wait until the end of the episode to share my thoughts on this. Well, we find out that the reason that Dwight was there was because he like assumed that Chuck stole the watches. Yeah, and then brought his gun, so like followed them to the cemetery mm-hmm. and was like, gonna kill them. Yeah, he had oh he had like a whole sniper laid out. Yeah, yeah. And then as but then he saw them like death like at Charles Charles' grave and was like I guess like, he thought they're desecrating it or something. Yeah, he was just very confused. About and the I was whole like thing. thinking a lot, which took sixty one seconds. Mm-hmm. So he did. So yeah. pro- all of our problems are solved. So all. of... Our dad's back. Dwight's dead. Great. That's that's all, folks. So they're like, all right, maybe just better if like we just bury the body here, right? So everything gets shovels. That's the plan. Chuck's having some anxiety-induced hallucinations. Yes, yes, she is. Dwight, so it's fine. Everything's that's fine. He yes, he he is He comes back through hallucinations to prod her guilt a little bit. Like beep 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 beep. You're so guilty. You didn't even tell Ned. She's going to. She doesn't, but she's going to. She she will have to at some point. But also, then we go back to the comfort, the cooking contest, and we find out that also the saboteur took all the stuff they need to make pies. Mm-hmm. But uh, Ned says, no, we're still staying in. we got to find the killer. Mm-hmm. Doi. But as they're, like, getting stuff set up, Vivian arrives at the contest. And it's basically like, I went to the pie hole, but, like, nobody was there. And then Chuck's, and then Ned's like, what? But then also, like, there. But she's like, because she's upset about Dwight. And then yeah. Vivian's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't realize, like, you two were doing, like, a thing and, like, leaving away from your man. And Elf's like, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. But, like, obviously, like. Yeah. And then Vivian decides to pick at the scab. Vivian, Vivian, we made such great progress. We made such great progress through this season. Um, where we didn't have to worry about that, where where we we let the sleeping dogs lie, and you just came in with a couple of pots and pans and started banging the shit like, out. Like I think that the feeling, and now the sleeping dogs are no longer lying. Like I think that the feelings were still there, but like she was able to just kind but of. But like, she was able to, yeah. But they were like, but it it was like a scab. Like the wound was still there, but it just had a nice layer over it that meant it was healing. It's not gone. 
but it's healing. And then she just went, trick, trick, trick. Scab flies off. And here we are, back at it again. Yep. But then Vivian leaves, and um, they go, They like, Ned's, like, checking the oven, and he finds some, like, maple syrup. Yeah. And we find out that it's, um, that there's, there's like, a waffle place called, um, I think it's, like, the Waffle Iron. The Waffle Iron. Yep, so we gotta go get the head of the guy, which is their waffle Nazi. <laughs> oh, you were so not okay with this, and it was great. <laughs> um... I no, but it just took me by surprise because they didn't say they didn't say, because they they're they like they because like it was just like this this combined moment of realization that seemed like it was going to be completely innocuous and then turned out, because um, they didn't say like oh because they they were trying to find out who is the only person that uses maple syrup in the recipe, um, so they're like there's only one person that uses uses the um, syrup in the waffle recipe and instead of being like oh yeah it's the waffle iron we have to go talk to the waffle nazi it's just this combined moment of there's only one person who you know uses maple syrup and they both look at each other and with like dead seriousness seriousness in both their eyes they go the waffle nazi I, did they say i was afraid did they say the waffle nazi or der waffle nazi i think it was just the waffle nazi okay um but i was so taken aback by that because i just wasn't expecting it well, not that it's, it's funny but i just like it, i just was not expecting it and then it just came in and just punched me in the face and i was like because that was not the that was not you see with here's there's another line that we just like scooted it right over and i was not expecting that today because we already had kfc where the c stands for cannibalism kentucky fried we already had kentucky fried cannibalism and now we have waffle nazis and that is on top of the necromancy of a woman's father and i'm just not ready for it today okay just not ready for it so i may have reached my limit We'll say this. He's not dressed up as a Nazi. No, no. It's, like, it's just it's just German. I think like it's under like, the waffle I know there was like the eagle thing. Mm-hmm. So but he was in later hose and so it's fine. Uh Ausgezeichnet. <laughs> Wunderschön. You're gonna translate that, right? Um it it's trust me, I didn't You're editing this you get this. I get to I get to add my German translations. <laughs> Um, so we sneak over. Uh, by the, so we sneak over to his tent, which is illegal, by the way. Like you can't do that within the competition. Mm-hmm. But uh, so we go over there, and um, we find uh, like a bowl of like the waffle Nazis. <laughs> yes, yes, we find. Yes, we find some Nazi bowls. Yes. <laughs> and continue. You're done. I'm only just getting started. Let's go. But then also we find a bowl of the. Uh, Colonel's like recipe, mm-hmm. so like we think that he's the killer slash saboteur. Yeah, but then he comes in with uh, muffin buffalo, mm-hmm. and um, they he's also been sabotaged. Like his yeah, his like so they think it's the buy hole guys, mm-hmm. and we're and they're like no, mm-hmm. and then um, we do find out that he's speaking German in a, a fake. He's not he's speaking in a fake accent. He's American, right? Yeah, no, because Olive says something in German, and then he like has no idea what she's saying because he's just he's. Does he's putting on the accent for a dramatic effect? He does not know. Ein bisschen Deutsch. Okay. Terrible. But uh, we find out that the reason that um, he had the colonels like stuff was because they were about to go into business together, chicken and waffles, which is 
You ever have chicken waffles? No, I don't really want to. Very good. I did not have it until my my adult years, but I was very impressed here's when the, I had it. Here's the thing. I'm not a big fan of waffles, and I don't love fried chicken. Um, I don't like, like, deep fried, like, hard, like, hardcore fried chicken. Um, I think one the chicken and waffles I've had has been just, like, basically, like, chicken tenders. Um, and that's good. I can't do overly, f- I can't do super fried food things because I was not put on this earth to be able to handle such things. But, like, you know, like, middle of the road fried chicken I, I can do. I can't do, like, overly fried chicken. Good times. So, yeah. Good, good stuff. So that's the thing. But then also, um, Leo Burns comes into the tent and then, like, sees what's going on mm-hmm. and uh, bans the pie hole from – or disqualifies the pie hole because they were in the right. thing. And I think they think that they were the saboteurs or because they were just in another. Mm-hmm. But then also, like, Muffin Buffalo was as well. But I think, like, you could probably argue that, like, she was invited because I think if you're invited, it's okay. I don't know. Whatever. She's not disqualified. With She's the, not disqualified. But the pie hole is. So mm-hmm. – that sucks, but uh, let's. I think let's wrap up with Emerson and Chuck for right now. Not yeah. well, not with Chuck, but with yeah, with Emerson. So uh, they bury Dwight, and also Chuck's still having anxiety things. Yeah, because like she's trying to think like, oh no, but like Dwight was gonna kill us. So I was like, it's okay that like this happened, and then like her anxiety is like, no, because. You didn't do any net because like it's technically Ned's powers that did this, right? Because and you, you didn't you tell used, him. You used him. You used him, and you did not tell him, right? So this is not good, right? So like I think it's like one thing because like because like I think that's like a disadvantage of like Ned's powers of like if somebody found out and they did that mm-hmm. and it's like well I didn't do it he did it, mm-hmm. so it's like it feels so like yeah yeah but like you know you but like no mm-hmm. you you're hurting Ned don't don't hurt him. He's also a puppy that we need to. He's a more wounded puppy that we need so, to protect. He's more. He's more like a. He's more like an adult dog that had a bad puppyhood. <laughs> so poor guy. Yep. And uh, they bury the body. They say some words. Oh, <laughs> uh, what is it that Emerson? He says? lies to Dwight. Here lies his gun. He was bad. Now he's dead. Let's go. Yeah. It was, it was something you know, like that. Nice, nice words. And then Lily also comes to the cemetery, and also then Chuck has to hide, and Emerson has to distract her. Right. So we do that, and uh, yeah, that's about. That. I think that's basically it for them mm-hmm. right now. We'll get right. back to Chuck later. Mm-hmm. So then uh, Ned and Oliver packing up their equipment because again they've been disqualified, mm-hmm. and they're like, "We've already been disqualified. Maybe we should go over to the Colonel's." tent and go look for more evidence right that's like they're already down might as well go solve a murder while we're at it yep so then they go there and they like see a bunch of stuff on the floor including what looks like sprinkles and then this is where we cross the line because olive eats the sprinkles there's sprinkles on the floor and she's like i'm gonna eat these why would why that's the biggest line we cross on it's on the floor after melts but people have walked over it that's the biggest line we cross in this episode i don't i it stresses me out when people eat things after they've been on the floor. This is how pandemics happen. This is we're in a pandemic. Well, they weren't when they made this. They were not. Still, like twelve Still. years before. Still. So, but then, like, she tastes them, and it's like not sprinkles; it's plastic. Plastic. And then they figure out to do it, and then like somebody comes out in the shadows, and I like, guess hits them over the head with pans, and mm-hmm. it's a uh, muffin buffalo. Yeah. And then she kind of runs out and locks them in a trunk, and it's like very close quarters. Yeah, and which is which is not helping with uh, Olive's renewed um, infatuation. Well, she's like, don't like, don't go crazy or anything, and don't start. I don't know, kissing me. Yeah, 
But then Ned kind of like pops out of the trunk mm-hmm. and uh, gets them over. So we find out that uh, Muffin Buffalo is the saboteur. Yes. Because she wants to win because then I think her business is like not doing well. But mm-hmm. then also sabotage. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. If there was a place that sold only muffins, would you would you frequent that place? No. I wouldn't frequent the pie hole either. Yeah, that's true. But I would buy muffin. I would buy things at both of those places. Not like all like the time. Like that's why bakeries exist that sell multiples of those things. Yeah. So that you can go. Well, I mean, I, even like I try to avoid bakeries just because I don't because they're unhealthy. But. Oh, I like baked goods, though. I do. I mean, it's the holidays, too. We can have all the baked goods we want. Yay! I want cookies. <gasps> Wait, I just remembered. I think my mother is making cookies. You said that earlier today. Yes, but now I just re-remembered I remember, like, last after time, watching la- this. I remember like last year when your mom was baking cookies and we just ate all the burnt ones. Yeah. They were good. That was, that was on my birthday, <laughs> right? No, no, no. Yes, uh, and then also because I was over the week before to record. Oh, yeah. So you got a double dose of my mother's burnt cookies. Uh, even the burnt ones are very good. Mm-hmm. Um, family recipe. So good stuff. Not the burning part. The burning part is not the family recipe. <laughs> but, like, somebody's got to eat them. Somebody's got to eat them. and Might as well be us. It's might as well be me. So, um, meanwhile, Leo Burns comes into the Kentucky, like, thing. Mm-hmm. And um, basically bans Muffin Buffalo and then bans the pile for life. But then we realize he had never turned them in. Mm-hmm. But then as we're doing that, Ned notices, like, the ta- the track marks. Yeah. I realized it was Leo's, like, wheel- wheelchair thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you're the killer. And then they found all these clues, including the fact that he has the recipe. Yes. So. So it turns out. The facts are these. The facts are these. Um, Leo Burns was, he was, like, pretty healthy, but also lonely, so he decided to, like, eat a bucket of- Drown his sorrows in fried chicken. And he did that a lot, and then he gained weight, and, uh, and, like, a lot of health issues, and then he blamed the colonel for that, and decided to become a comp- become, like, the coordinator for this competition in order to murder. Yes, because he, because he wanted to get revenge for losing his, I don't know. Health? Yeah. Um, here's a question, though. Is this is this this part of the episode? Is this fat shaming? Is this is this making fun? I think the bit of, of people the... who are overweight, like this, because that's what I was wondering. I felt like that, like watching this, I felt like is is this part like like not antiquated, but like a little outdated after the, like post body positivity movement. I think a lot of this, like a lot of the stuff, might be considered outdated. Yeah, but yeah, I, yeah. I guess like for me, I'm kind of forgiven if like you watch something like back in the past and like see where we are. Like it pr- probably wasn't okay to make fun of it then, mm-hmm. but it was also more acceptable. What I'm, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right. I know what you mean. I like even like mean. the th- what was the I think the joke with the one with the lawyer of like in the right. last episode of like it was acceptable to make those jokes, right? Like nowadays, kind of not. So like I I don't think like the culture is a little bit different where we like we don't make the jokes in that way anymore. I guess I kind of find it funny because like Brian Fuller, like he seems like pretty like mainly here, but like stuff like with like Hannibal, he seems like kind of very like aware of that stuff. He might become more aware as yeah. time went on. Right. Also, he yeah, but like, but yeah, but it's it's one of those things. that's like I'm not sure you would have gotten you could have done that joke in 2020. I don't that's think... not that's not like a dig at like the quote unquote PC please because I don't want to get into that. Uh, but it's just like it's just like a shift in the culture has. Changed I think like where if it's they, like now watching it, it's a little like I do think with this episode they might have only had to change like his story and not really anything else because yeah. like, but I think it's like a thing of like blaming somebody else for your problems. Right. 
Yeah, yeah, but it's it's still one of those things. Like it's yeah, like yeah. It, like you know because of the show's kind of whimsical nature. Like this is supposed it's supposed to be kind of funny. I think it's supposed to be viewed as funny. Yeah. Um, because it's supposed to be like ha ha, guy ate so much chicken he got fat and now he can't walk. Ha ha ha. And I'm like. Um, so, like, and he uses that as a motive for murder. Ha, ha, ha. Um, I mean, don't so. use that as a motive for murder. Yeah. But. Um, but, like, yeah. It's, and it, it, that's, like, it, there's a few different, like, similar things again with, like, the lawyer in the last episode and, um, some other stuff. Like, uh, like, the second episode with, like, the daisy car and it was kind of, like, sort yeah, of funny yeah, yeah. with, like, you know. Yeah, like, with the, ble- yeah. The, yeah, exactly. Like, the bulimia. I think it's. Sort of humor. It wasn't, it wasn't a joke, but also kind of a joke. So that's kind of, it's, this is in that same realm of things that's, like, probably couldn't do that in the same capacity okay i think like i think like with those kind of jokes like i think like you kind of can but like you need to write it like really well yeah not even just well just like with i guess a certain just like within a certain context and a certain level of awareness yeah um so yeah but anyway i just i just like like i was wondering if i felt was the only one feeling that way or if it, it it looks it comes across different i think in um, 2020 than it does in 2008. Um, yeah, I'd say. So, but anyway, anyway, pushing daisies, pushing daisies. So he's arrested for murder because mm-hmm. you know. And then also we find we remember that he didn't actually turn in the disqualification stuff, so everybody's still in. Yeah. And um, they still need, but like they only have like 20, like 30 seconds. Yeah. To bring something in, and the muffin muffin was like, "Well, you don't have anything." But then Olive's like, "Ah, but revenge is the dish best served cold." Mm-hmm. So she had made Netta's like a icebox lemon pie mm-hmm. and like stored it just in case. Just in case is Plan B. So then we're rushing to get our stuff on there. Yeah. Ned starts his timer and go. Mm-hmm. And it's a very long, slow mo scene of rushing to get the. Olive things. uses the scooter in order to get the. Mm-hmm. But then they win and muffin buff or like they get the pie there before muffin buffalo yeah. gets her stuff there. So she's so hooray! Yay! And then the pie hole wins. Yeah. And uh, everybody's so and like they're all happy. Olive's really happy. She's Woo. got a blue ribbon that's like as big as her. Yeah, good for her. And then like Ned kind of like holds out his hand mm-hmm. for her, and then they like go like yeah. That. And then she's like, and but then the and then the scab gets ripped off. The the scab is just fully off right now. We are we are back at it again. We're back on our bullshit. It's an eternal flame, as one would say. An eternal. So uh, because of of course Chris, you have Kristen Channel. We got to make her sing again. Yes, so she yeah. she sings eternal flame, and like it's still there, but then also like, gets interrupted. By first, like Ned being like wondering where Chuck is, mm-hmm. and like saying like I'm gonna go look for her. Sorry about the mess, and then again saying like coming back saying like congratulations, partner. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know I think um, it's a good show of like Ned again opening up himself to people. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, not it, it, there is in, in no way intention of like it being a romantic gesture at all. I think, he, but like just as him opening himself up to like friendship. Yeah, because um, I think, like, before he just would have been, like, man, whatever. But, like, now he's, like... Yeah, but now he's, he's like, you know, he's kind of liking it. Hooray! Um, which is good. and But, unfortunately, for Olive, um, that also means a revival of, like, feelings. The eternal flame. The eternal flame. Anyway, want to get to the end? Yeah, let's get to the end. All right, let's so Ned do it. goes to uh, Vivian and Lily's. Yeah, because Thanks. Chuck... Well, because the, um, the pie hole closed... Um, like was closed the day and it wasn't supposed to be closed so he's worried about you know where chuck could be so he's like kind of like wondering if like chuck's around even though like they wouldn't have seen her Mm -hmm. and like whatever but then lily's like do you have somebody in your old house 
Yeah. So then then Ned's like obviously concerned, like, oh no, like Dwight has Chuck hostage. Right. So then he runs up and then um is like, what's and then sees like Chuck and she's like, fine. And then uh he hears another voice and then she's like, It's alright, Dad, and then Ned's like, What? Dad. And then turns around, sees Charles Charles. Charles Charles. I think like that like look of like it's kind of like I guess like Lee Place just has like that kind of like mm-hmm. like like it's really like subtle just like Oh, he's so good at those like micro expressions on he the was, like, you, face. You, oh, he's excellent at it. Cuz like he's like you didn't. Mhm. Cuz like cuz it's it's bad. Like it's doing bad. doing that and not Doing that to Ned who already has a bunch of issues with this. Already got a, yeah. You know, like, especially considering that, like, that's how your dad died in the first place. Right. Yes. Yeah. He's got so much trauma. Mm-hmm. And look where we are. And then credits. We. <laughs> you did it. You ruined a perfectly good pie maker. Look at him. He's got anxiety. <laughs> so, and that's it. Yay. You okay? So we don't get to, um, we don't get to address those problems today. No, um, but we will. Not at all. We will, but not right now. Cliffhanger, fun stuff. I'm doing swell. How, did you like this episode? <laughs> I, I did like this episode. Um, because it well, it just like it's a it lot. Was slowly, it was just like a lot of like because <laughs> it starts. It's not well. It's one of those things that starts off like me being like extremely not okay and like kind of like levels out kind of as we go on um because like the ending part it's like one of those things where like well it's already done so like now we just have to confront it um but like the beginning man was i not okay yeah man that's mm, that's a lot to like do that because i didn't i didn't think we were going to go there I, I at least didn't think we were going to go there in the second season like, this is theoretically if we were, you know, the show was on for a longer time. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have expected, because we, because they were pretty firm on the first season. It's like, we ain't bringing your dad back because that's traumatizing as hell. And I thought we had kind of, like, not fully shut the book on it, but, like, we're willing to put it down for a while. And But except we brought it back in the middle of the second season. I thought that was, that was kind of sooner than I was expecting it to come back. Um, but it's here. We did it. So that was a thing. My, oh, what I wanted, to, what I wanted to say was I didn't know how to feel. And I, that's a lie because I kind of know how I feel. But about the person that was, you know, the person who had to go after the 60 seconds, it being Dwight. Cause that kind of felt a little too clean for me. It, like, I'm not sure if that, if it, if it's something that ends up getting, being complicated later, which, like, I guess we have to wait and see. But to me, it felt kind of a little too neatly wrapped in the way where it's like, oh, well, he was going to kill you anyway. So instead, you, you saved lives by him kicking the bucket instead of, like, you know, mm-hmm. a random person or, like, somebody else, somebody else who was nearby. Because I... Like, in the middle of this episode, like, I'm, like, coming to this realization, like, I thought it was going to be Lily, because that, that... Oh. Yeah, because she... Well, because the last thing that we see from her is a note that says, meet me in the graveyard. So, like, we could have been under the impression that she was there, and she was the one who was, like, around the area. Um, And so then I thought that would have been a really good like a really good like hey you gotta face the consequences of your actions because that was a that was a huge action like that chuck did like that was a that was a big thing that has big consequences um and i think if that was the that was the equivalent exchange there i think that would have answered like a lot 
Like that that would have been something, you know, yeah. not not in a way that like Lee would stay dead because then I think it would have ended up with being like, okay, we have to bring her back, but then do this, blah, 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 blah. I think it would have been a bigger kind of hard look, a bigger impact and a bigger hard look. It says like, if you're doing something serious, like it's going to have serious action. Mm-hmm. So that's why this felt a little too clean for me because it felt like, oh, well, you know, this, this result, it ended up um, theoretically saving people anyway, because he was going to, he was going to take you out with the sniper anyway. Yeah. Um, so like, I, I was kind of, I think I was a little disappointed by that. I mean, it's one of those things where you're like, you like the characters, you're happy it works out for them. And I don't know what's going to happen in these future episodes. So who knows like mm-hmm. what exactly is working out. But like, I think we need it to complicate it a little more. And maybe I'm not looking far enough ahead to see like how that's going to further complicate things um, outside of what we know already. But like, it's one of those things where I think like an action this big should have like been way messier in its mm-hmm. um in its results in its you know aftermath. Yeah, I think I'll say like with the bit where like you see like Lily like writing the note and going to the cemetery, it kind of like it was daytime when she was writing it, mm-hmm. and then clearly all that stuff happened at night. Mm-hmm. That's made me think like oh it pro- like obviously Lily was like in the room for a while. Yeah. And then what I'll say about the Dwight thing is like yes, it does kind of seem like clean cut, and that's kind of all I can say right now. So. But like, I, I, I mean, I, I expect and I hope it does get more complicated because, like, again, like, that's what you need. To, if you're if you are setting this up to be a big thing, like, you got to make it a big thing. Mm-hmm. And if you're setting it to be like a, this was a negative action by a character, like, it needs to have consequences. Like, we'll see. But like, it was one of those things where, like, in the moment, I was like, oh, like that feels a little too clean. And I was I was half expecting it to go that way, and it ended up going that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. Yes, but it's yeah, but it, uh, yeah, I mean, but like, I mean, what 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 an equivalent exchange it would have been as far as like exchanging one parent for your other parent, <laughs> which is very messed up. Like that's very messed up. I don't think but they... this whole thing is very messed up. Um, so like that's kind of how I feel about that as somebody who's watching this for their first reaction. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I can't say anything else. You can't really. say, and I don't want you to say anything. Yeah, else. Um, I guess because like the big, I, I feel like if they did if that happened with Lily, that would have been like like this show is like kind of dark, but it's also whimsical. That would have been like so dark. Yeah, if they would have went there, and I don't know, like maybe yes. like for the second season, they didn't feel like they could go there mm. just yet. Yeah, well, then I didn't think that they were going to go this far either with 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 this, because um, that's like that's uh, that's heavy. I guess if that's something that you find heavy but anyway so that's how that's how i feel about that and we'll get to stuff later anyway uh do you want some trivia mm-hmm. okay all of sings eternal flame by the bangles in this episode through the neon though the neon sign says come and sleep hotel the notepad on which lily leaves her note isn't printed with the words come and sleep motel oh yeah. um and uh so beth grant who played uh mary Ann marie beatles the muffin buffalo um, also appeared as the same character in an episode of Wonderfalls. Oh. I think it's where Fullerverse comes in, but, like, I think yeah. it's, like, very, like, so, like you don't need to watch, like, all the shows. Mm-hmm. In right. order to, yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, that's those episodes, and Kaylin's gonna breathe again. Ah, well, there was a cliffhanger. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm okay. You want to read comments? I'm not okay. Um, sure, we can read some comments. Or up to Circus Circus? Yeah. Because he says, uh, Zom, tell us about, uh, is this about your book, the Buddy Cops Hero Story? Uh, yeah, the book is, the yeah, the, oh, because we were asking about your book, because you yeah, were writing a book. Yeah, uh, if you want to send us stuff, send it to our email, woodyclothes at gmail.com. Yeah, do it. 
Um, I, I'm not sure what, if you're expecting feedback or anything, but we've just, we just kind of more for enjoyment purposes. Yeah. I don't know any publishers or people who do that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, we're not, we're not that special yet. Right, yeah, no, because I'm, trust me, I'm, I'm working, I'm working on my own stuff. Um, so. So am I, and it's. Anyway, so, wapad.com slash email read my stuff. Um. And then we got Jack Banksy. Oh yeah, Jack Banks, uh, Beniski has just been commenting on a bunch. I I love these one word comments on all of our Gravity Falls uh, videos, and so I'm glad you enjoyed them. I guess. Yeah. I like. Wait, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ream through these like in order that they were posted. Uh, awesome video, great content. Love the interview feels. Thank you, appreciate it. And that's this great video, great commentary. Nice, cool. Loving your channel, fun. Um, so thank you, Jack. I I'm glad that you are appreciating all of our videos. So like, thanks for commenting. We appreciate the comments. And as you know, we do read your comments out on the show. We do. Yeah, we try our best. Um, but thank you very much. All right. Well, thank you for watching this episode of First Reaction Fan Reaction. Um, if you're watching it. on YouTube, hello. Please uh, like, comment, and subscribe down below. If you have a comment, we will hopefully read it if we remember. Yeah, we try our best. Which two women who are trying their best. That's us. That's the subtitle of this podcast. Yep. And um, we are also on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Witty Clothes. So you can like and comment there or tag us and stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. We're on Twitter at Witty Clothes. So you can follow us there and retweet at us or retweet our stuff if you want to. Uh, we have a Gmail. We have a Gmail, WittyClothes at gmail.com. Patreon. We are Patreon. Um, we're starting to do monthly live streams and monthly or bi-monthly watching stuff. We did uh, an exclusive live stream here, probably depending on when this episode comes out. Yeah. We already did that, but that's exclusive on Patreon. So if you want to do that, then you have to, then yes. If give, you us wanna, give us money. Give us money. There's probably a nicer way of saying that. but like that's pay, The live streams are Patreon exclusive yeah. for only like the, the dollar tier if you want to do yeah. that. And then we'll have more stuff eventually. Um, and, but that doesn't include the end of series live streams. Those are two different things. Yes, end of series live streams do not count. Those are... Those are, those are public. Those are public for everybody. Everybody. The hangouts just like us chilling, talking about stuff, maybe drinking. Me mainly drinking. Maybe drink. Yeah, maybe like a little bit. A little bit. Drinking. Or eating. Oh, probably a lot of eating from me. I'm very hungry right now and always. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, we are on iTunes if you want to rate, review, and subscribe there. We are on Spotify if you want to follow us there. Yay. Leave, I don't know if you can leave ratings on Spotify. I don't know anything about I don't have a Spotify, so like, don't ask me about that. You can get one for free. I know, but at this point, it's more out of spite than anything that I don't have one. I think it's because everyone have, else has one. I just don't want to. I just have like some podcasts that are exclusive to Spotify, and it's still free. Mm-hmm. Like, people are so upset about, like I think like when Joe Rogan did that, I'm like, but it's still free. Right. So who cares? <laughs> and um, we don't have an Instagram, but we might be getting one if you guys think we should. If you think we should, but like, it's not whatever. We, and we're never, think, getting a, we're never getting a Tumblr. No, I already have my own private Tumblr, and I use that to just reblog things that make me happy. But anyway, so that's it for this episode. Join us next Woo. time. We're going to talk about Season 2, Episode 9, The Legend of Muramakwadi, and Episode 10, The Norwegians. Just all of them? <laughs> all of the Norwegians. <laughs> there's, there's, a lot, there's a lot there. There's many who are there. Okay, well, let's, let's buckle up. All right. All right have, I'm going to have to bring a lot more cookies if we're going to have to, you know, entertain all of these Norwegians, so... Hi, Norway. <laughs> How's it going? Anyway, for this episode of First Action Fan Reaction, I'm Dara Whitman. I'm Dean Clothing. Peace. Peace.